0: No one knows what is right or wrong because everyone is different. Everyone's experience is different. So you should never listen. You should listen to other people, but do what's better for you.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture. Because today, Ukraine has a dynamic, new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 160 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network, Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center, Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to the Vatican Church, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev.Future. Future. My goal is to make hinder- interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians. And the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Katerina Svertilova. Kat is a Flex Alumna 2018 2019 and Model UN Finalist 2020, originally from Odessa. She is now a student at Sheridan College in Canada, studying film production. Her hobbies include traveling, reading, and having new experiences. Kat, how are you today?
0: Hi, I'm great. Thanks for inviting me.
1: I'm excited, happy, and I'm wondering something about you, which is embodied in this question. Kat, when you really want to feel alive, to feel that energy of feeling happy, that the moment is matters, that you're feeling wonderful, what is your favorite activity these days to do so?
0: Hmm, That's a very interesting question. Um, it's hard to answer right away, I would say, but I think my favorite activity to do to feel alive, it's probably study something new and discover something, explore about the world. Um, I really love traveling. So um, when I learn something about new country, which I want to travel to, I get very excited and it gives me a lot of hope.
1: Hope. I will ask you all about that, but what does hope in this context mean for you?
0: I think it means uh, opportunities and uh, ability to achieve something?
1: Okay, so if I understood you correctly, when you're living a routine life, not learning anything new, you don't feel that there is potential or inspiration or hope for new skills and new things. But as soon as you learn something that gives you a better skill, you feel, wow, I'm more competent, I can achieve more. And when you learn new things, you think, wow, if this happened, there is more to this world i'm not as limited as maybe i used to think i can be limitless did i understand correctly or what is your whole thought process about this
0: i really liked your explanation i think it's uh that's obviously what i meant um yeah i think if you don't do anything you will not have hope because it just not comes to you uh just because you exist, you have to do something for it. And yeah, learning and studying can open opportunities uh, for you in the future. And I think that's what what hope means for me.
1: Thank you. Well, to speak more specifically about opportunities, because that is a conceptual way to speak about something that means has a very personal meaning to you. When you speak about opportunities what are to you the most interesting kinds of opportunities that make life worth it, make life meaningful?
0: Um, I think it's opportunity to explore. Again, it connect with studying. Um, Yeah, I think the most important one is be able to be open-minded enough to learn new things and to accept them in your life.
1: Thank you. So are you someone who enjoys being wrong because it means that, wow, I'm learning something where I will have more opportunities, more accurate thinking, etc. And me personally, I have no problem with being wrong. Or is that just a part of you, but there is an ego-focused part that you just hate being wrong and it's not your cup of tea?
0: Um, Of course, I think, No one likes to be wrong. Uh, But I agree. It um, really opens your mind uh, when you have discussion with someone or you have to argue your point of view. Uh, And it's very important to be wrong sometimes. Uh, It opens up new meanings and new opinions from other people. And uh, you get the ability to see the situation from different angles.
1: Ability to see the situation from different angles. Correct yeah So are you a highly, highly visual person because that's a very visual, almost film production metaphor?
0: Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'm a big visual person.
1: So if I say to you, for example, imagine in front of you there is a book and that book is inv- is imaginary, can you see it? What is the color of it?
0: Of course, I think uh, the book would be read.
1: I love that. What is the title of that book? Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know yet.
1: I like that you said yet. Well, imagine you have in front of you, or even better, open any random page. There is something just for you in there. Tell me, what do you see?
0: Hmm. Um. Well, I see a lot of words. And um, a lot of words that have meanings, uh, for me, maybe it's some inspirational quotes or just some kind of thoughts on life and experience and uh, spirituality, something like that.
1: I like that. Imagine you could understand and read them, even if it won't make sense when you read them, but they're meaningful to you, about spirituality, about life. What would be that quote or those meaningful words?
0: Hmm. Uh, (laughs) I like that you use really like psychological techniques um, to know more about the person. I think for me, the words would be something like, hmm, uh, I need to think about it.
1: Better than thinking about it, imagine that you have a magnifying glass in your hand and as soon as you will put it on one word, you will see it clearly, and just read that one word, Hmm.
0: I would say that would be a word passion
1: thank you passion, and what could passion mean for you in your life right now?
0: I think passion its motivation for me if you really if you truly love something you would you would do anything to achieve it. And uh, to be a better person, for example, if you have passion for studying, exploring, um, you will eventually be really good at this, and you will get to the point where you can, for example, be a teacher, or you could be a professional in some field. I think passion in is important in uh, in this meaning.
1: It's thank you. you. Yeah. So when you're passionate, you do the things that you love. Often it's reading and studying and improving yourself in those fields you're passionate about. You can become a great professional Mm -hmm. or a teacher. And also when you're learning and improving, you increase more and more of your hope because you understand you will have more opportunities. Did I understand correctly?
0: Yeah, true.
1: And can you speak a bit more about exploration and the new? Well, why is what is new important for you rather than going deeper in what is old?
0: Uh, I think it's very much depend on a person. Um, someone like to be professional in one field and only this field. I'm the kind of person who would kind of spread their interest um, to anything well, I think being really good in one field requires a lot of dedication. Um, and if you, if you truly love it, I mean, if you have passion for it, uh, it's okay uh, to love one thing. But unfortunately, I get bored really fast sometimes. Um, and I prefer to switch. So I could have like ability to know everything about everything, but not specifically be professional or advanced in one field
1: thank you so often you get bored easily you don't like to be too much focused on only one area or field so you won't become really deep in it but you what you like and what you enjoy is the new and having a diverse set of interests and knowledge about many fields correct Mm -hmm. yeah thank you and what drives that? Is it what we can call curiosity? Is it boredom, really? Is it the excitement of the new? Is it chasing new emotions? Or what is the driver that moves you to the next project or next area of study?
0: I think it's a little bit of everything. Because um, like sometimes you look at some people and think, wow, how do they do that? And you start researching and you, go, and you, can, and you understand Uh, how and you say to yourself something like well if they can do it I can do it too so it's probably like a curiosity and excitement and also I feel like it's a competition as well.
1: I love it most people don't believe if they can do it I can do it too actually most people have this prime directive of thinking if they can do it probably they're different from me, so I cannot do it too. How did that develop? Is it something you had since childhood? Or were were there experiences and stories and moments in your life that gave you the belief, if they can do it, I can do it too?
0: Um, I think stories and experience from other people, especially my peers, um, who, for example, very successful or were very successful at school, uh, I used to look up at them and say, and say to myself, okay, if they do something um, that seems really hard, why can't I just try it and see if it would be hard for me or not? Um, also, I think like the reason why a lot of people think that um, if they can do it means they're different is because people believe in talent. And I personally, I don't believe in talent. I believe in hard work. Same with, like, music, um, film production as well. Uh, Sometimes you just have the vision, but most of the times you just have to work really hard to get uh, there, to be a professional.
1: Thank you. Yes, there is a great book called Talent is Overrated. So (laughs) you're speaking a lot in the same veins as that. And you mentioned that in that page in the book, there are also thoughts about spirituality that are meaningful to you correct
0: uh yeah partially i would say i haven't read this book though
1: no i meant the imaginary book
0: <laughs> oh okay <laughs> sorry
1: can you get your trusted um, magnifying class look at another word that will pop out to you that is a sign in a direction about some spiritual understanding we can share together
0: Hmm. I would say it's uh, reflection as uh, listening to yourself, as uh, reviewing your past experience, and uh, to understand your emotions and how do you react on some things and why.
1: And do you do that often?
0: Um, honestly, no, I would like to do this more often, probably through journaling or meditation, but unfortunately, um, I don't think about it as my top priority right now.
1: Thank you. And if you don't think about it as a top priority, why did this inner book choose that word for you?
0: Because I think about doing it probably soon.
1: And if you were to begin, would it be journaling? Would it be meditation? Would it be going for a walk in the woods and just thinking and reflecting? Or what would be your choice of reflection method?
0: Um, I would say a little bit of everything that you said. Um, yeah, I just think that's very important to give your mind some mm, some period to relax So you can like think more about what you're doing in life uh, and it helps you focus on what you want uh, and not what other people want from you. No other pressure.
1: Thank you. So in many ways, this gives you the ability to listen to your inner guide and inner voice, which will guide you to your passions, which will fire you up to read and study in those areas which will improve your abilities therefore giving you more hope because you will see more opportunities that match your heart and vibration rather than what others tell you which will not ignite the passion in your soul did i understand correctly
0: wow i really liked how you connected all of it yeah that's
1: perfect thank you and look in that book Suddenly, there will appear kind of an image that is a sign that book wants to tell you. Look at it. If it's not clear, use a magnifying glass and describe it to me.
0: Probably that image would be something really bright and colorful. But I don't know what, what's going to be yet.
1: I like that. What is your favorite kind of place to reflect and to have time for yourself?
0: Um, I would say nature, very, very helpful, especially near the water, because I'm from Odessa and I just miss Black Sea. Black Sea is amazing. And it's, I think when you're near the water it helps you focus more. There's even the studies studies uh, that people who live near the water are happier than other people. And, um, I think it's very important to just find a quiet place and, uh, The place where you can um maybe even do breathing exercises so nature i would say any kind of uh, forest or river
1: thank you imagine you are now in your perfect ideal place near the water where you can do those breathing exercises the weather is exactly the one you want the sky looks perfect and the way you wish the water is exactly how you'd love it to be. And describe where you are, how it looks like, etc.
0: <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. So I would say that probably some kind of tropical island, very warm. Um, the sky is blue and the water is clear. Yeah, I would say that. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Continue to be there, and tell me what is something that you love to do, like watching movies, painting, drawing, writing, or something that you really, really love?
0: Um, I would say that I really liked sports, uh, especially I started running uh, about a year ago, and um, it was right at the start of the quarantine in, Ma- in March. Um, and I never understood why people are so keen on running because like at first it seems really hard and, um, it requires a lot of energy. Um, and you have like, you feel sore after it, but then after training for a month, I understood why people are so hyped up about it. Um, and I feel like when you do sports, it helps you to clear your mind and, uh, get yourself ready for some intellectual exercises
1: thank you to clear your mind isn't that the opposite of reflection or how does it relate to reflection
0: i think you can do both uh when you run you, you can't really reflect on anything <laughs> you just feel tired um, and the reflection you can do in another time when you're
1: not doing sports so in many ways running clears your mind so that you're ready to have the energy for reflection if we could say that
0: could be but i would rather Thank not you.
1: mix it yes imagine now you're in that tropical island and that the weather changed to be even more perfect for you to run and you're dressed perfectly to run and you're running right now describe what you feel
0: that would be really hard to run on the sand
1: though you are an angelic being. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. All so right. I'm giving you permission to it looks like sand, but it's the perfect terrain for you to run perfectly.
0: All right, I think I'm I'm pretty happy right now.
1: Perfect. Imagine while you're running, you open a box that you suddenly appears near you and inside it there is an item that will share a lot about your psychology. It's the symbol of your personality. What would that be?
0: Hmm. Um, I think that would be something like a notebook.
1: Thank you. Keep running, holding, hugging tight your notebook, but in a way that doesn't impede your perfect running. And tell me, how does a notebook relate to cat and who cat is
0: um i think i chose notebook so it would help me to share my thoughts um, and i think i'm a kind of person who would love uh, to share my opinion with the world, uh, with the world but i'm just not ready yet or i don't think that i have valid thoughts on some topics
1: thank you It reminds me of something I heard a little while ago, which is right now there are people with half your hard work and abilities who are claiming every single one of your victories. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me then, why would it be valuable to you to express your thoughts to the world?
0: Um, Because a lot of people I meet... Um, throughout my lifetime, Uh, they often tell me, "Oh, hey, you should like start a YouTube channel or like start a blog. And it's like, why though? Uh, And they say, wow, because you're an interesting person and you have a lot of interesting things to share. Uh, For example, I try to start a blog when I went uh, to United States with Flex program. And now a lot of people text me and say, oh, you should start a blog about living in Canada. I was like, no, why? What, What would I write about? So yeah, I think it's not my opinion, but it's just what I heard from others.
1: Thank you. So stop that imagination. You're not running. You're not in the tropical island. Maybe keep the notebook handy nearby. And tell me to you, What would be necessary for you to call any of your thoughts interesting?
0: No, I would say that my thoughts are interesting. They just need their audience, need the right audience.
1: Thank you. And people are asking you to be your audience. Why didn't you share your thoughts with them yet?
0: Because I don't think they're ready yet.
1: And what needs to happen for them to be ready?
0: um i don't know probably i'll just have to um grow up more as a person and be more confident and then people would feel that confidence and support or even respect the thoughts i post or share
1: perfect so right now you have interesting thoughts but you're not ready because you didn't grow up yet and to the level that will give you the confidence that people will feel that confidence and there will be the right audience to support your thoughts. Correct?
0: Yeah, it's like the same thing with uh, pop culture. Um, a lot of celebrities, they do some weird, strange, literally illogical stuff, but they're so confident in it that the audience believes them and makes them famous
1: do you love this thank you so let let's speak since you're highly visual imagine now you are not ready and your thoughts are there but you're not ready and you don't have the maturity or confidence etc correct okay how what is the metaphor for that situation that will speak to you
0: that's interesting i would compare it with uh speaking in different language for example you have valid thoughts in russian but at the same time you can speak for example spanish means you don't have valid thoughts in spanish
1: thank you and to understand perfectly valid thoughts or you don't speak with enough vocabulary to communicate those thoughts mm-hmm. which one because you describe the thoughts as invalid, but if they're valid in Russian, w- why would they be invalid in Spanish?
0: Because you can speak Spanish.
1: Perfect. So if I understood you correctly, your situation could be inside your head, you're speaking Russian, but if you shared with the world, you'll be an a benicio <laughs> beginner Spanish speaker, correct? Right. Amazing.
0: Of course, it's now, a metaphor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love metaphors. They're more true than, (laughs) that's what a meta is for, you know? So (laughs) Mm -hmm. imagine now that cat, look at her. She's so confident. She's sharing like that celebrity doing crazy things. The audience worship her. She's just oozing confidence. Can you look at her expressing herself in your imagination?
0: Yeah, she's pretty cool.
1: Thank you. And what is happening there when she is pretty cool is similar to what experience or metaphor?:
0: Well, <laughs> I would say once cat learn to speak Spanish, her thoughts would be more
1: valid. Thank you. So that cat who is cool speaks Spanish, and the cat of today doesn't speak Spanish. In this metaphor, of course.
0: Yeah, of course. That's great that it's metaphor because I actually can speak Spanish.
1: Yes. And look back at your experience in speaking Spanish. Is it that you go from not speaking to being confident in one go? Or is it 1% a day of trying to speak that gets you there?
0: Uh, A little bit of both, I would say. Because... It's always important to be confident and not be afraid to use the language you have, even though it's probably a small vocabulary. But once you give yourself um, give yourself permission uh, to be wrong, you can get better at it.
1: Thank you. And what does the cat who doesn't need speak Spanish need to have permission? in order to use her small vocabulary in order to have the hope of becoming that really cool cat
0: oh my god um i'm really revealing myself here (laughs) sorry i just thought we were going to talk about um i don't know more more materialistic things um that's very deep right now
1: thank you and i am with you throughout
0: okay Um, probably the confidence and like, not be afraid to taking risks because you're never ready for something. There's never a right time, right place, right situation. You you just do it.
1: Thank you. And imagine that cool cat who is very confident going to the cat who isn't so confident. And she's going to tell her a piece of advice after hugging her and telling her, that she loves her and that she believes in her. So imagine first you have a group hug with all the cats and tell each other you love each other (laughs) and you're always support each other. After saying this, say yes. And then I'll ask you for that advice. Yes. So the cool, confident cat is looking back at what was needed for that shy cat to become her And she wants to share three things that the shy cat can do today to become that cool, confident girl. Hear it, say it, and let's listen to it.
0: Okay, very interesting. I think the first thought would be um, no one knows what is right or wrong because everyone is different. Everyone's experience is different. So you should never listen. You, You should listen to other people, but do what's better for you. That's probably the first thing. Um, Number two, I would say that would be there's no limit of what you're capable of. And number three would be hmm, spend your time with people you want to be.
1: Spend your time with the people you want to be. And can you ask the shy cat does she understand these three important pieces of recommendation and advice?
0: Of course she does, she's clever.
1: Thank you. And tell her, does she feel she can do it?
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay.
1: Okay, and here now that the cool, confident cat is telling you and shy cat that she gives you permission to be that cool confident cat and that she is with you she will protect you support you and feel her hug you
0: okay perfect yeah
1: thank you and do you have a dream or something that you dream about a lot or a daydream thing scenario that you think about often Mm -hmm.
0: yes um i think that would be traveling the world more
1: perfect imagine you're traveling the world more and tell me what kind of countries would you like to be visiting
0: oh i would um i would like to visit countries that are not super popular Um, among tourists i would really like to go to bhutan it's uh, in south asia and i
1: know it is the happiest place on earth imagine you're now in bhutan and there is a monk from there who wants to give you a piece of advice about happiness and you can translate it he says it in a perfect language that you can understand tell me what does he tell you and you feel very good because you can see you are in Bhutan, you're checking off this to-do, you're exploring that new, and he will tell you something new and unexpected. It could be even a word that makes no sense at first, but together we can unpack it and make it make a new sense.
0: Ah, I think the words from a monk that would make me really happy would be, you're in the right place.
1: I love that. You're in the right place. Correct? Yes. Imagine that more shy cat goes there, and she transforms into the cool cat suddenly and magically, because she is in the right place.
0: Okay, yeah, let's suppose it happens.
1: Thank you. And that place is inside you isn't it
0: oh i think so absolutely And,
1: and for you to hear more from this place to connect more in it to connect with it to be in it what needs to happen for you to anywhere you go to be in the right place
0: um i think every person is in the right place when they have inner balance And no external uh, pressure, no external factors can influence you once you get to the point where you're absolutely comfortable with yourself, with your choices, with your desires.
1: And what is necessary for you to reach that balance?
0: Uh, I think it's important to give yourself permission to be yourself,
1: Thank you. Imagine the cool cat comes to you and she says those exact words. I give you permission to be yourself. Okay. Is the cool cat you or not?
0: Yeah, I am. I am definitely the cool cat.
1: (laughs) You tell now the shy cat, I give you permission to be yourself.
0: Okay. I imagine that.
1: Now, imagine the cool cat becomes another, I mean, becomes even bigger and stronger and cooler. And the shy cat becomes another really cool, amazing, confident cat. And imagine all of them, they go to that right place inside you and they become a deeper part of you that will, from this day onward, change something unexpected, that will make you more and more and more confident.
0: Perfect. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Tell me about film production. Why did you choose it since you're interested in everything, not only one topic or field?
0: Um, I chose film production because I was really interested and... um, Really good, actually, in acting. When I was, when I was a child and a teenager, I started acting school at six, uh, and I've been doing it for nine or eight years. I don't remember exactly. So, um, film and visual, visual cinematography, storytelling. That was kind of thing that I've been growing up with, um, watching TV series, watching films. So when I decided to. Enter the university, I didn't really know what I was going to do. But I thought, okay, I was always passionate about that. Uh, and I thought it would be a great thing to do in the future as my career.
1: Thank you. And when it comes to acting, since you have a lot of experience with it, how do you embody the character in a way where you become that character? Or do you have another method? of really bringing characters to life when you're acting
0: um as stanislavsky said don't pretend but be um so it's important to understand that your character is a person and uh, it has its own emotions and you can bring those emotions these emotions to life uh, if you try to think about your own experience and connect it with your character's story.
1: Thank you. So you find the moments of shared experience and emotions and you're not acting. You are being you in an alternate universe. If you were that character, correct?
0: Yeah. You just have a real good imagination.
1: Thank you. And as someone with a really good imagination, When it comes to storytelling, what to you are some elements that really are necessary for you to create or deliver a satisfying story?
0: Um, I think it's important uh, to remember that satisfying story is your character and plot. It's not about visuals. Uh, We used to think about films as uh, really good visual storytelling, but... The story is really engaging and the stories that we remember are usually the stories that have something deeper, have the meaning behind it. Um, I think the good storyteller could, uh, use maybe like one or two characters in one room or two like different settings and still make a great story.
1: Thank you. So it's about the deeper meaning the plot and the characters not the settings or the visuals correct yes and do you use such things when you're writing or delivering a speech or doing anything like that or do you separate and keep filmmaking to filmmaking and other areas in their own way
0: uh yes i'm trying to um give more attention to the plot and characters Uh, Because, unfortunately, I'm a first course, first semester, no, wait, sorry. Because I'm a first course at film production, uh, and there's a COVID situation going on, uh, it's very hard to um, film anything with a lot of people uh, in different settings. So we are kind of required to make a good story with... uh, with a start, with the middle and like resolution um, in a very limited space or with a very limited amount of people.
1: Thank you. And do you have a favorite movie or story that really touches your heart and speaks to you in a way? It could even be a book from literature or a novel that is more modern, etc.
0: I have a lot of things that uh, inspire me. Uh, my favorite movie would be The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, if you haven't saw, if you haven't seen this one, it's about the person who uh, works in a worst job. Uh, he hates everything about his life, but at some point he needed to go abroad uh, to find a very famous photographer, and he discovers uh, himself. Through travelings and through exploring the world, the world,
1: thank you. So is that the purpose of traveling and your desire of travel too to by explore, exploring the world to discover more about yourself, or is it more about new experiences, new emotions, and new feelings, etc?
0: It's both um, yeah, I think through discovering other cultures, you um reflect on your way of living uh i started reading a book some while uh, some time ago um i think it's called journey home uh it's by american writer who went to india to find out more about buddhism and uh, what was interesting about this book is that he was comparing his culture and uh, his background with uh with the uh, Indian, uh, with Indian's background. And he thought he writes a lot about how different is how corrupted and how materialistic our society. Uh, and at this book, um, I think it's a great reflection on how a person discovers himself by exploring new.
1: Thank you. So when the person discovers themselves by exploring what is new, they will know what to develop and focus on in order to increase their abilities, which will give them more opportunities and therefore they will have more hope in life, correct? Yes. And if you were to describe the culture of Ukraine or maybe specifically Odessa, what would you say?
0: Um, (laughs) I would say Odessa is way too chill people there are very happy, very um positive about everything uh, but i think they're not ambitious enough
1: thank you and were you like that but through the flex experience it changed you and opened your eyes or how was that experience of flex a transformative or not Part of your life,
0: yes. Uh, flex is absolutely transformative. Part of my life. Uh, the interesting thing that was about uh, flex when I just uh, I don't know when I just came there is that Odessa had the least finalists uh, in the whole country. I think that was something like that. Yeah, uh, and I was really surprised and really changed my perception on how different, different, how different are uh, regions of Ukraine. Um, and uh, I was really surprised and really happy to meet these ambitious young people uh, who are willing to create something new and something that could uh, represent Ukraine in the future.
1: Yes, and many of them, I try to feature as many as possible in this podcast to be role models as well for other Ukrainians. Well, now that you live in Canada, many say that the winter in Canada is actually worse than in Ukraine, especially Odessa, which is warmer than Kiev, etc. How was that adaptation period when you went to Canada and experienced the winter? And did people actually think that the Ukrainian winter could be even worse than Canada?
0: Well, I came to Canada uh, about three months ago on, on January 8th. Uh, it was most my first time in Canada, uh, so it was really interesting to see how people handle winter here. Honestly, it's not that bad. I think Odessa, just because it's near the water, uh, it's very windy. Windy, and um, it's actually it's actually was colder in January than here in Canada. Um, but yeah, I think it's a stereotype that Canadian weather is bad. Because I know in Kiev, for example, there was snow in April. Now we have like 17 degrees and it's much warmer than Ukraine.
1: Thank you very much. And throughout this quarantine and all those times that could be useful for reflection, is there a lesson you learned about life or advice that your heart wishes to share with the world so that the people... Can find ways to be happier no matter the circumstances?
0: Um, again, I would say it's connected with uh, inner balance. Once you're comfortable with being alone, you're comfortable with being anywhere in the world
1: or with anyone. And are you an introvert or an extrovert since you may be comfortable being alone?
0: Um, I'm both. I would say but i think it's just important for everyone either introvert or extrovert to be comfortable with being alone
1: great thank you and if people want to follow you in social media to learn more about you to learn maybe about any of the projects you're working on or the small scale indie movies you might be producing or stories Mm -hmm. what are the best ways and links for them to go
0: Uh, I would say my Instagram, because I'm mostly active there. Um, That's all for now.
1: Thank you very much, Kat. It was a pleasure and honor and really interesting to speak with you today. And I wish you a great day.
0: Thank you so much. I have enjoyed being a participant here.